This is KCBX Central Coast Public Radio. I'm Father Ian Dellinger, and I'm playing with food. 8,000 miles from the central coast of California is Cambodia. The central coast doesn't have an enormous Cambodian population or even a Cambodian restaurant, but we are familiar with some of the ingredients of their cuisine. Cambodia shares the Indochinese peninsula with Laos, Myanmar, Thailand, Vietnam, and Malaysia. Ingredients like lemongrass, ginger, turmeric, and chili peppers, and condiments like sambal, sriracha, and hoisin sauces are all shared across the peninsula. The Playing With Food team has been searching for years for someone who grows some of the herbs here on the Central Coast, but has been unsuccessful until we ran into a local who is not only from Cambodia, but loves to cook and knows how to grow things. Now, don't get too excited. Nothing you're about to hear was grown on the Central Coast, but there's potential. So here's a story about two soups. I'm Chandelor. I own property and garden. And also I'm a mom. I do a lot of things. And I love to cook. That's why we're here. We are going to make some Cambodian chicken noodle soup. It's also called gatio in Cambodia. And then a Vietnamese pho. And I call it pho, not pho. I call it pho. It's always been called pho. My mom has always called it pho. And it works better with all the puns. And we're not in Vietnam. So I don't pretend. It's been Americanized. But I do have a recipe for the pho. That was printed up for San Luis Obispo Rotary Club, published a cookbook around the holidays in, it's either 2020 or 2021 edition. It's in there. We're going to start. I've got a bunch of veggies out here and a spice pack. With the Vietnamese pho, I'm using pork and beef, and it's really good to mix both of them. The Cambodian gatio is going to be made with chicken. So we got a whole chicken here, and then we're going to put in pretty much the same vegetables in each broth, and we're going to simmer it. So the vegetables are, my mom sometimes puts in like other things that are other veggies that would cook well in a soup, like coyote squash, which I don't have here. Instead, we're using zucchini, carrots, and some celery, yellow onion, daikon radish. We're doing these side by side. Is it kind of like which one is better, Cambodia or Vietnam? I think it's just a sampling that we're doing today. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely not a competition because they're so different. One uses more spices and the other one, we use this lovely dried and salted daikon radish that my mom and sister made. Oh, wow. I was yeah. wondering what that was. Yeah, kind of It's called like, jaipo. Looking at it through the jar, it looks like dried apples. You, sort of. Because dried apples yeah. aren't really dry. They're moist. Mm-hmm. But yeah. these are long and skinny. They look like fingers. Yes. Yeah. So why Cambodian and Vietnamese soups today? We wanted to try some different things. And I was like, well, I have a really good recipe for the Vietnamese pho. But I also think that the Cambodian noodle soup, not very many people know about it, even though we're neighbors. And I think a lot of the time the gatio is mistaken for pho. And you're from Cambodia? Yes, I'm from Cambodia. My family immigrated here when I was five. Actually, we immigrated to a north suburb of Chicago in January. It was quite the shock. (laughs) It doesn't snow in Cambodia. No, it does not. It snows in in, in Chicago in January. January, yeah, January 10th, (laughs) 1980 was when we landed at O'Hare Airport. Yes, bringing that that culture in and um, growing up, my mom would cook the soup and it's traditionally eaten for breakfast. Oh, kind of like Pad Thai is eaten for breakfast, yeah. right? Yeah, so we start the day off in a hot, steamy, tropical, 
you know, mid-country with a big bowl of really hot soup. <laughs> That kind of sets your temperature for the rest of the day. And I think you cool off because it makes you sweat. You know, you have a lot of chili, chili paste, chili sauce. And here today we're going to use jalapenos. I'm going to braise the meats first. So kind of just get them browned. I mean, brown them, not braise them. With a little bit of, I use olive oil. Just So I'm using beef short ribs because I like the bones and it's good to always have a little bit of meat with it. And then I'm using pork and it's called ham hock. Do you want me to chop any of these vegetables? Yes. Okay, Just, what size chop do you want? You know, soup, soup, soup size. Soup size. Are they eventually going to be eaten or are they going to be discarded? They're going to be eaten. Okay. I mm -hmm. like the roughage in my soup. So <laughs> we're going to keep that. So what we can do right now is we chopped up all the veggies. We're going to serve with vegetables, so I don't want them to go to mush. So we'll put them in this afternoon. Okay. Okay. Along with the spice packet for the bow. Okay. The daikon radish, the Cambodian gatillo, it's best when it's boiled with the meat because it adds that salt and yumminess and it allows the daikon to like really leach out all of its good flavors. So we've <clears throat> washed the cilantro. We have the jalapenos, which we'll chop up later. I've got the green onion right here on the counter, Thai basil. You're listening to KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and I'm making Cambodian chicken soup and Vietnamese pho with chandelure. We've started both broths, chopped the vegetables, and now it's time to get the aromatics together, those Southeast Asian ingredients that make their soups so very different from ours. And then we have to finish the soups before serving but not before an amazing story of Cambodia to Chicago to California. So you're peeling the ginger and getting the aromatics and the spices ready? Yes. A while ago, we talked about growing some of these things. So have you grown your own ginger? You grew your own lemongrass. So lemongrass is successful. Easy, super easy. You can just take the plug and stick it in the ground, or I actually soak it in water and let it root first, and then I put it in the ground but it's super easy to grow and then it just keeps self-propagating and multiplies and soon you'll have way too much lemongrass. The other thing I've been unsuccessful growing are turmeric and ginger so far. I just bought a bunch of really amazing ginger and I'm hoping some of the little buds that are still left on them will grow for me. I've tried turmeric outside and apparently they're really, really extremely finicky and picky about how their growing um, process. I was told recently that they have a really long dormancy period. So I have some tubers in the ground right now that may or may not sprout in May. I heard May was have seen some success. So I'm still trying to make ginger though and turmeric. I actually called around and asked in the last two months like six different nurseries in the area and none of them carry it. And sometimes you'll get lucky. Like I have a friend who lives in Los Osos who found ginger plants at the local nursery and she has a really nice bunch growing in her yard in Los Osos. So I think there's some possibility for success there and I'm going to try with my little tubers I got. I'll keep you posted. Great. <laughs> you said earlier that you moved from Cambodia to Chicago in January when you were five. Yes. You also said that your parents are Chinese but you grew up in Cambodia. Yeah, so my, my dad's side, both grandparents were Chinese from China, merchants. 
And my mom's side, my grandma was pure Cambodian and my grandfather Chinese. When you moved to Chicago, mm -hmm. did your family eat mostly Cambodian food or Chinese food, or did you like dive right into Chicago style pizza and hot dogs? All the above. Seriously, my mom would cook Cambodian food most of the time for us when we were growing up, but we also loved our pizza and Polish sausage and all the yummy goodness. My mom would get recipes and they'd do lots of potlucks with the other workers, and she would bring home these weirdo recipes <laughs> to us, like those little mini hot dogs with barbecue sauce in it. That was one of her favorites. And even still, like she will go to Costco, I'd say at least once a year, and have a Costco hot dog because they're so good. So you got your hands full. Okay, I have lemongrass, and it's the stock that we picked from the garden. It's cute. And I wrapped it all up into a bundle, and ginger. And that's going to go into the Cambodian chicken noodle soup. Okay. We're going to pull the chicken out soon, let it cool, and then we'll separate out the, all the, the meat. So okay. I have all these sauces, and I took a shortcut here. And usually we fry garlic, but I have already fried garlic. Okay. And I use hoisin sauce. There's also sriracha, of course, sambal, olek, chili paste, and of course, soy sauce. So these are all of the things that go in there. So that's your spice. That can I smell? Wow. Yeah. The anise really takes over. It really does. Yeah, so, um... but it's nice. And it looks like there's star anise, fennel. Mm -hmm. coriander black cardamom is that big one yeah cinnamon There's cinnamon, cinnamon. yeah oh. fennel cloves so it's all in here in a spice pack and we'll toss it in if you leave it in there for too long it gets a little bitter usually an hour and a half i i take it out pretty much it for the broth we okay. keep it pretty simple That's simple very simple and then um you can add whatever you want to it we're gonna chop up some Jalapeno peppers and the cilantro. I think I'm going to take the chicken out first and then throw in the veggies. Okay. Oh, it's it's so ready. This falls apart. It just is falling apart. That's what we want it to do. See, you got all the good flavors out of it. You can see the broth is really golden, but clear. So you're adding the celery and the, the onion onions cut up earlier. Okay. And into each pot because we're going to put the same veggies in each pot. It's going to be a lot of veggies in here. It's not your typical pho that you get at the restaurant because we're going to have a lot of veggies floating around in it. I'm picking at this chicken, which I shouldn't be doing, but mm -hmm. I do note that we didn't add salt to either of the pots. Nope, nothing yet. Okay. Yeah, I save that until everything's boiled and the flavors have come out. But I try not to add too much salt in because I don't want to consume that much sodium. And I also like the other sauces that you add on top of it. So I let people taste it first and then they add whatever they need. Okay. So we'll add fish sauce and that's the only other flavoring we'll add to the broth portion. The soy sauce, the hoisin, and the garlic and the spices can be added by whoever is serving themselves up. Oh, even the garlic? Yes. Oh, okay. The garlic we do not add until the very end. Okay. Like right when you're serving it, people add it on because then it still stays a little crispy. and. So what we have left here is the cilantro, the mung bean sprouts, the jalapenos, the green onions, and the Thai basil. So all of that is garnished to be accompanied by the condiments, which are the fried garlic, the sriracha, the hoisin, the sambal, and the soy sauce. 
that's five condiments there and <laughs> five garnishes yeah. there. Okay. Usually it's limes, but I have a drawer full of lemons in my fridge and we're going to use lemons as the sour. Okay. So there's one more ingredient. So there's five garnishes, five condiments, and one squeeze that brings it all together, the acid. Yes. Some people like mint on it too. Uh-huh. And it's right outside. We have to go pick the mint. So. Okay. No, so that's, that's a lot. That's it's a lot a, of layered flavors. It's a lot flavors. of flavors. Hang on. Mm -hmm. Step back though. But we've got two different soups. So are all of the garnishes and all of the condiments for both soups? Or do yes. some garnishes go on some soups? Nope. It's all for each. The okay. Same. It's the same garnish. That's why I'm like, let's just do it all the same. Because <laughs> it's the same noodles, rice noodles. Just two different broths. But all of the garnishes and the sauces are the same. Okay. Exactly. Fabulous. Yes. Okay. And if you wanted to add chili oil paste, that is awesome too. But I don't have any right now. That's okay. We have the other the two. Sambal. <laughs> the sambal and the sriracha and the jalapenos will be sufficient, I'm quite right. sure. You're listening to KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and I'm learning how to assemble Cambodian chicken soup and Vietnamese pho with chenda. It's now time to welcome her guests and get instructions on how to eat these soups. Can I smell? Yeah. Mm. You can really smell the spices. Yeah, really smell the spices. Yes. Is the meat still in there? Yes. Okay. I'm going to leave it in there. Okay. Yes. I, I like to have a bone in my soup. So what you'll do is when you serve it, you'll put a chunk of the meat mm -hmm. in our bowl. Of course. Oh, okay. Or, you know what? I usually have people serve themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I have four kids, so I lay it all out. You come through the assembly line and you assemble your own. Right. John will serve himself up because he's pretty particular about what he wants to eat. And so is everybody else, you know, like everybody has a different style. Unless we're going to a restaurant that plates it for you, I don't plate. We're doing the noodles, right? Yes, we're going to do the noodles now. And I have these packs of noodles. Throw it another burner and boil some water that's already partially boiled and get this going. Um, I'm going to soak the noodles. And everything is boiling all very nicely right now. I'll keep the flavor packs in the bundle of lemongrass in there until we serve it. And then I'll pull them out. Yeah. If you notice, I put it in before boiling because I kind of want it to soak a little bit before it cooks. Now we're just hanging out and getting like utensils and stuff out for plating. Okay. Are you going to lay out everything here on the counter or are you going to lay everything out on the table? I think it's best to lay it out here because the <clears throat> table is not that big and we need to sit at least seven people there. Okay. And so I will lay it all out. And we've got most of it out here already. It's not that much. Okay. Jenna's guest arrived and we needed a tutorial on how to assemble our bowls of soup. I forgot to tell you about the last ingredient that I usually put in is the fish sauce. Okay. This tastes pretty salty to me already and I think I need to add more water. But you haven't put one. any salt in there. Oh, you put the daikon. The, daikon the dry daikon. There. Okay. Okay. And this has no salt in it at all. We're talking about the Vietnamese pho. And yeah, it needs it needs some. I'm gonna okay. pour in. It probably needs, like I said, five tablespoons of oh wow bread boat because it's a huge pot. It is a I huge mean, pot. I mean, it's probably yeah. what two gallons of water in here. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Maybe two and a half. Yeah. We're just about to serve. I mean, you're gonna serve yourself. So we need the noodles first. We need the noodles first. Yeah. So when the noodles are ready. 
So we're ready to serve you guys. Okay. You need I to need teach to us. Okay. So I'm gonna <laughs> Is everybody in agreement that she needs to teach us? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I will grab a bowl and I will use tongs to pick up the noodles. So you're gonna put noodles in first. Put noodles in first. Okay. Now this is the hard part because we have two different broths. Right. Which one do you start with first? You're the one who knows the broths. <sighs> Aren't you gonna uh, do them side by side? At the same time? Yeah. No. Oh. That'd be really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's yeah. the lighter one? The lighter one is the Cambodian chicken. Oh, well, I then, think I'm going to do that one yeah, first. Yeah, we should actually. start with that one. So I'm going to add a little bit of chicken into my plate. Okay. Bowl. You have the noodles the and the noodles chicken. noodles and the chicken. And then the jury's out on this. If you want to put all the condiments on top first and then put the broth over it, or you get the broth with the chicken and the noodles, and then you put the condiments on top. I think I'm going to do the broth first and then come back and put all the condiments on top. Yeah, I don't want to cook or steam any of these condiments. I want them to be still kind of raw when I eat them. Okay, well, let's so go. So it's preference. Yeah. I like some veggies and some ginger. And, and you want like a little bit of broth extra because you're adding more solids when you're putting the condiments on top. Okay. So I'm going to squeeze some lemon. Oh, you're going to squeeze the lemon first? Yes. Okay. Noodles, chicken, broth with vegetables, mm -hmm. squeeze of lemon. I threw in some green onion and the jalapenos, and I'm going to do three just because I like odd numbers, and then a handful of the mung bean sprouts, and I'm going to toss in a few leaves of the mint, the Thai basil, and the cilantro, and then we're going to do garlic. Is everybody going to eat garlic today? Because I'm going to do garlic and a couple squirts of sriracha and i'm going to use this hoisin sauce so we're gonna do just that. blob it on there blob it on i think that is it no soy i add soy last so that's just chicken one then you just stir it all and together I, I or... stir it all together and then we sit and eat so okay. i'm gonna wait for you guys okay who's gonna go next need help i'm gonna put the soy sauce on the table because that's the way i like it does your family have different methods of putting it together? Oh yes, everybody's got their own preferences. It took a while for all of us to get our bowls assembled, but we were polite and waited for that last person to serve himself before digging into this wonderful hot soup on a cold and blustery night. So are we ready to taste? Yes. Okay, it smells amazing. Wait a second. Oh. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers. 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 I'm going to taste the broth for, I'm going to squish it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to taste it and okay, then add whatever it. you feel like you need. Mmm, but it's really good. Mm -hmm. Let me try the noodles really quickly. Oh. Mmm, that's really nice. Yeah. I might put a little bit of more soy sauce in it, but all of the different mm -hmm. flavors are there, all the different layers. Yeah. So should we this should we do the second one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the second I'm, one. I'm, okay, I'm gonna like slurp I'm my. my oh, yeah. So we're now doing the second soup. Which soup is this? This one is the Vietnamese pho. Mmm, it's really tasty. Mm -hmm. the, all those aromatics that you put in that little bag, they're really great. So much flavor. Question, uh, mm. is it okay for Cambodians to slurp? Of course. Yes, it shows that you enjoy the food really much. Okay, so it's okay <laughs> that I'm slurping. Uh-huh, slurping this is, is really good. complimentary to the chef. I made that up, by the way. I don't really know. <laughs> 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 well, I plan on slurping. 
So which one was better? We had a discussion around the table, but really it came down to Chenda's choice. So this is super awesome. We thought of this program that brings both of these flavors at the same time and cook it concurrently because I'm super efficient with my time. And I have to do my taxes tomorrow, so frankly, <laughs> I could not spare one more day to cook the meals separately. And I'm glad I did it this way because one, I love efficiency. And two, we got to taste them both like at the same time concurrently and compare them too. And I realized like, I love them both. Food is powerful. Culture is powerful. Sharing both offers friendship and love at a level that is greater than the sum of its parts. Spending a day in Chenda's kitchen, learning recipes from her culture, hearing her story, meeting her friends, and being at table together was a special moment for all of us. Did the Playing With Food team get to play with Southeast Asian herbs in the garden? Technically, yes, the lemongrass and the mint were from Chenda's garden, and she sprouted the mung beans on her own. But we'll be back when her ginger and her turmeric are ready for that next pot of soup. This is KCBX Public Radio for the Central Coast. I'm Father Ian, and I'm playing with food.